Well, welcome to the latest ASA podcast with me, Dr. Chris Keel. We have questions this week. You know, as every week we try to get some input from the members, find out what it is you actually want me to talk about rather than what I think you want me to talk about because <clears throat> it's your industry after all. So one of the questions that came was, what about lumber prices and the housing situation? This has been something that's been affecting the sector for several months now, and obviously housing means a lot to people in the ASA. So here's kind of the short and dirty version of what's going on with lumber. The shortage is likely pretty temporary. It was caused by three factors primarily. Number one, the COVID-19 impact on the sawmills out west. These are often in smaller communities, so when they lose people for whatever reason, either they are sick or they're being cautious or whatever, it's hard to replace them. So for quite a while, the mills were going from three and two shifts down to one. Their production was way down, not what they had expected it to be, and it took a while to get that back under control plus the fact they had some issues from the fire season the year before. A lot of the areas that they would normally lumber were affected, and that continued to play a role in, in, the, in the business. Secondly, you have the ongoing problem with tariffs against Canadian softwood exports to the United States. Some of those have been removed already, and some are slated to be removed later. There was a lot of pressure from the U.S. lumber industry to ban or at least control what was coming from Canada. That pressure has eased a little bit as the American lumberers are having trouble meeting demand. And that, of course, is the third factor. Demand was really up. With all the housing expansion and all the other demands for lumber, the opportunity to meet those demand requirements were were missed. Uh, companies were having a really hard time keeping up with, with that demand. Because not only was it new housing construction, but if you look at the data coming from the home improvement stores and from the kind of the remodeling industry, all those that also use lumber, they all were seeing a tremendous increase in demand. And that was one of the things that under normal circumstances would have tested the producers. But when they're already dealing with shortages of labor and all the other factors that have been playing a role, that just added to the to the rolling problem. So when does this end? It's already starting to ease. You're already starting to see more lumber coming into the system. You're starting to see prices ease off in certain parts of the country. The guess is that this is probably going to last as a concern through most of the summer simply because this is peak construction season and you're going to have fairly robust demand around the country for everything from new construction to remodeling and repair. It begins to ease, obviously, as some of that construction slows. So as the weather turns and construction begins to kind of go into its hibernation period, then the prices will go down at the same time. Housing market in general is expected to complete, continue to grow this year. Uh, there traditionally are a number of things that drive the housing sector, but at the moment, only one of them really matters. I mean, if you went back even a couple, three years, things like home prices and the unemployment rate played a big role in housing. If the unemployment rate was high, 
Well, you had less demand. There were fewer people willing to go out there and commit to 15, 30-year mortgages or even long-term rents. And now it apparently isn't a big deal. Um, The people who would be in the home buying category have not been as affected by the layoffs as those who are more in the rental category. Most of the job losses were in the low-paid service sector, leisure and hospitality and food service and that kind of thing. They're not home owners as a rule. They're not home buyers as a rule. They're generally renters. So you've had more of a crisis on the rental side than you've had on the housing side. The demand for homes has continued to be high. It is still predicted that about 15% of the houses or the communities in the United States are suffering severe housing shortages. You've got about another 50% that are seeing minor housing shortages. Most of the housing shortages are showing up in the fast-growing cities. Some of that has changed. You've seen a little bit less demand in some of the really fast-growing towns like the Austins and the Nashvilles and the like, but now you're getting growth in the exurban areas, places that are outside the big urban areas, outside Chicago and New York and L.A. So the prediction is that the housing market will continue to boom and will continue to boom well into 2022, not only on the single-family side, but also on the multi-family side. Most of the kind of the factors that matter most as far as housing continue to be solid. Millennials are still buying homes. They were a little bit late to get into the game, but now that they are, they're being fairly aggressive about it. You're still seeing people in the boomer generation uh, switching. They're buying smaller homes, uh, moving out of some of the larger properties that they had. Multifamily is being a little bit less robust uh, simply because you're getting millennials moving out of multifamily into the single family. Rural development is speeding up. All this remote work is allowing people to kind of live where they want to. And as a result, it's opening up areas for expansion that, that were not really clear in years past. We do a series of construction surveys uh, for a number of larger builders. And right now, there's just almost spectacular growth in, in certain communities around the United States. And they're the ones that, that you'd expect. Communities in the southwest, quite a few in the southeast, kind of where the population is is shifting, a little less activity in the Northeast and the Northwest. But for the time being, housing is doing quite well. Mortgages are the key. If the mortgage rates start to go up significantly, that may end. But there's no immediate concern about Fed raising rates. The bond market is getting a little bit dicey. Bond yields are going up, but not to the point that it's really affected mortgage rates. It's hard to know what the break point is with mortgage rates. If they get up to 4, 4.5%, 5%, that's still considered low enough to keep the market robust. But it gets a little dicey when you get up around 5, 5.5%, 5.5%. Is that enough to, to talk some of the first-time homeowners out of the market? It won't have much of an impact on the high-end homes. The high-end buyers don't really care about mortgages that much. They're much more reactive to the market. And if the market is still strong and they're still making money off the market, well, they put it into real estate and they buy houses with it and they buy bigger houses with it. So for the time being, enjoy the ride. The economy is booming 
at some point we begin to deal with inflation, but not yet. Thanks very much, and we'll do another one of these next week.